Welcome to Game Fellas, the Retro to Modern Gaming Podcast, episode six. Tonight, I have with me Justin Day from the UK. Good evening. Good evening, Justin. I know it's late for you. Thank you for coming on. A pleasure. And we also have Tony, Tony Brazel. How's How you doing, Tony? How's it going? Good. It's getting going. And then we have Nate uh, returning, our producer, Nate Rowe. Hooray! How you doing, Nate? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, you know, good. Glad to be back. Yeah, Nate's been gone for yeah, a couple months now, I think. And But good to have you back, dude. Uh, see how it goes. So, all right, boys, why don't we start with what we've been playing. And uh, I got quite a bit to talk about in that regard. But So I'll go last. Uh, Justin, why don't you kick us off, man? What have you been playing lately? Yeah, I mean, I probably have quite a bit to talk about here as well. I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, the one that's probably furthest in the past. It's been a while, so uh, I've, uh, I find myself playing the oddest of games, uh, and uh, this, this one is, uh, is a game I picked up just for, uh, for my collection, to be honest, on my Switch, uh, and I didn't really pay it any credence at all. And uh, I was looking for something to play, and I thought, well, look, I've bought it, so rather than just have it in the collection sitting on the shelf, let's actually go for it. So um, uh, it's a game called Yoku's Island Express. I don't know if you've played this, if you're familiar with this. Uh, let me let me describe it to you. This is a how do you spell that? Yoku Yoku Y O K U Yoku's okay. Island Express. Um, okay. the, the description. This is a kind of a, a, a mix of what I found on on the internet and also my own description of this is a metroidvania style platform game in an open world with an offbeat pinball theme how do you like the sound of that okay sounds uh it sounds like other games you've played like whatever that that uh (laughs) that that zelda that zelda clone rhythm game or whatever what was that game called that you were playing oh um uh crypt of the necro dancer Right, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, something in that video. yeah. No, I always bring something ridiculous to the table. So, um, yeah, the story's as usual, utterly ridiculous. Uh, you play the part of a small beetle with a ball attached to you. Just work with it. Um, you arrive at an island. Uh, you're tasked with trying to solve the riddle of an impending disaster that the island's deity has somehow got wrapped up in, and you are also a postman. There you go. Okay, and a postman on top of on top of on top of, on top okay. how does... on top of all that craziness. And look, this this <laughs> this is why I like games like this because I'm a I'm a big fan of mind melt games. Just just when I want to not worry too much about getting in depth into a story or having to be the the best gamer since forever, and I can just solve a few puzzles. I can just move around the levels, and it's pretty cool. And it does have that Metroidvania style. Uh, to it you won't you won't uh, think that to, to watch a video of it or to look at it but it's a it's a huge map and bits and pieces open up as you achieve different things as you gain different abilities and the movement is you attached to this little ball and part of it is flinging around the island like in a uh, in a pinball style so literally using flippers and grabbing onto things and hurling yourself about solving little puzzles and uh, away you go you're a you're a beetle or an ant or something or I, a- some sort of bug. I believe you are a dung beetle. I was about to say, it looks like a dung beetle, like he's pushing around a, you know, a, a ball of, of shit. Or something. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that would be a pretty apt description. But it's oh man, the art style is really cool. It, like I'm looking at the video, and uh, it, 
Wow, it's it's pretty interesting, it, man. It is. It's it's like I said, it was one I, I picked up more just to put in the collection, sit on the shelf, and gave it a go. And I mean, I I put a good 20, 20, 30 hours into it. Just by the time I completed the main game, I was going back. I was doing the usual sort of like I say, Metroidvania stuff. I was opening other stuff up. I was going through the collectibles, and actually, it was really it's really pretty compelling. Um, not a bad game at all. Uh, it, it was actually quite critically acclaimed. Um, you know, I did a search to see what other people thought, what thinking I was probably just the odd bod that actually kind of liked this. But uh, no, turns out I'm not the only one. So that gets a, a big thumbs up from me. But here's... And that's the N- Nintendo Switch, right? That's on the Switch, yeah. But here's, here's, okay. here's the big one. I've been holding off on this for some time. Um, so whilst I'll uh, play retro games through emulation and all sorts of other bits and pieces... I've been holding off on getting my own original Super Nintendo out of the box. Um, it it has this is absolutely true. It's been boxed for, for about twenty five years, um, and wow. and I and I I got it out for the first time. I've uh, invested in uh, an OSSC, which is a line doubler. It's the kind of alternative to the Frame Meister, which is an upscaler. Okay. Oh, you have the open source. I one. do. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I have. A, I have a frame meister. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's um. I can. And I paid for it. Yeah. 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 Quite. I. I can. I can vouch for the OSSE for starters, but it really was a step back in time because all of the the cartridges. These are my original games as well. I have never taken out of the box since, and they still have all of my original saves. Uh, and Soren's, oh, wow. Soren's saves as well, um, sort of locked, frozen in time from 25 years ago. So I've been kind of working my way a little bit through the library. So I, I know, I don't want to steal your thunder. I know something you've been playing a lot. Uh, so I, I won't, I won't mention that, but I, I had, I had a pop on that. Um, uh, and I wasn't anywhere, yeah, I wasn't anywhere near as, I wasn't anywhere near as good as you do. I, I really wasn't. Um, I was frighteningly bad. Um, but, I am in the middle now of, uh, I, I went back to A Link to the Past. I went straight to Zelda, Link to the Past, okay. and it's it's as great for me now as it was then. Um, so it holds up It holds up pretty well in your eyes. I haven't played Link to the Past in many years, but um, it, people seem to think it holds up pretty good. Yeah, it's, it, of the Zelda series, it's between that and Breath of the Wild for me. Um, you know, common theme that we often talk about it holds up better than something like Ocarina of Time for me because of the 16-bit graphics. They, they they feel easier to go back to and to adapt to rather than, you know, that early polygonal view. I, I, I just genuinely struggle with going back to. Um, and I am, yeah, I mean, I'm about halfway through the game and I haven't put it down and I won't put it down and I'm going to complete it again and uh yeah like i said though it was just quite odd seeing uh frozen game saves from 25 years ago so yeah that's you're you're very fortunate because i never had that opportunity because i sold off all my super nintendo stuff in high school like an idiot <laughs> and so those cartridges are gone forever you're lucky man that you have that opportunity to go back and and uh actually go through your old saves and your original cartridges that's great man what other games have you tried so far so yeah a little bit a little bit of star fox or star wing as it is in uh, the uk uh, that's right star um, wing, yeah uh zombies which was zombies ate my neighbors in uh, the u.s okay um Konami game, yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, another one as well. I mean, this this was. <laughs> I don't even know what made me buy this back in the day. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but um, Pop and Twinby. You familiar with that? Pop and Twinby Rainbow Bell Adventures. I'm seeing a no- I'm seeing no. a nod, a like, nod from Browser. Yeah, like Tony's familiar. Yeah, with it. it's it 
it we didn't we didn't get it. Yeah. It I mean to be to be fair, neither did me and Soren. <laughs> oh <laughs> so we got it, but we didn't get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did we didn't get it, get it here in uh, the States. I mean it is that wasn't released here, okay. You know, for want of a better term, it is Jap as hell. It is it's it's <laughs> it's it's mental. Um it's almost a, a platform shooting up. I think it's actually a follow up to Pop and Twinbee, which has, I think that was a schmuck. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really. Fr- I've heard of it, but I'm not super familiar with the uh, with those games. But it might. Yeah, it sound. It certainly sounds like it. it uh, Twin B. That sounds like it could be a, a shoot 'em up. Yeah, some kind, yeah. You, know, um, the name. you remember Stinger? You know Stinger on NES. Yes, it's that series. Oh, okay. That's right. I have Stinger. I think I got Stinger up at the con maybe last year or the year yeah. before, actually. Yeah. Okay. So it's, um, yeah, I think the original was a, a vertical scrolling shmup, I think. And they, what they did was they kind of took the, they, they almost, uh, you know, turned the characters into platform characters. And this is now a, a, a sort of platform based game, but almost like you're playing the part of the ship. <laughs> um, <laughs> but mental, absolutely mental. Very, very bright. Very looks like it's acid induced. Um, but it is a cool game. And again, another one just to, to uh, great to pick up and and see the the save files that were frozen in time. So uh, it's a it's a cute em up. Okay, it's sort of like it's a yeah in that genre. I guess that's what it looks like de- to me. Definitely, or certainly the original. Yeah. Um, say this is like a. Um, a platform inspired version of it. Okay, right, the one you're talking yeah. about. Okay. So uh yeah, and I mean loads of other games as well. I mean I one thing I'm really lucky, uh I say lucky, I was a, I was a sad child, is that I uh I, I really, really took care of my video games and I was really anal about um looking after the instruction manuals, looking after the boxes. I mean some of the instruction manuals I have are, are museum pieces. That it's ridiculous. You'd 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 pay through the nose to get them. So I'm I'm genuinely genuinely chuffed that I was a sad child and looked after all these things. So um they're they're now, yeah, man. now on display. Super Nintendo Super Nintendo particularly, uh the value is just ridiculous now. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of the games are just so expensive. So yeah, definitely uh if you've kept them in that good a shape, that's awesome, man. you've got a collection on your hand, I think probably worth some money I would imagine at this point. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. So yeah, just working my way through that as well. Uh, Bomberman is another one. So we we had a Bomberman evening. We literally just played Bomberman all evening. Nice. So yeah, I'm I'm I haven't in fact I haven't touched the Switch or anything since the snares went back on. <laughs> That's great, man. Well, you could if I moved, you could see my SNES hooked up right <laughs> back there with my my Genesis and my Turbo Graphics and my NES and. All hooked up to the Frame Meister, man, and that's how, how is the uh, what's it called the the upscaler the, that you got the okay. OSSC. The OSSC Mark would probably know all about yeah. it, but um, it's um it's, it's actually a, it's actually a line doubler, so it's slightly okay. different. Um, but it's um, I suppose where it's 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 easier than the Frame Meister in that it really is kind of plug and play. There's no messing around. The Frame Meister has a lot more options and fiddling and, and twiddling. Right. You know, there's no there's no real argument. I think that the Frame Meister is the better piece of kit. Um, but but this is uh, this has got this has got this has got a lot of support and um, say to just and a more more affordable too. Yeah, more affordable. De- definitely. And it really was just you know get myself a decent uh, SCART cable, plug it in. Falsify, falsify the scan lines straight away. Scan lines, yes please, bang, 
Oh, I'm done. See, yeah, yeah. See, I don't turn any of that on. I like to just see the razor sharp pixels. Oh. You know, that's how I like it. I don't know. It's just I know it is blasphemy, but that's <laughs> that's what I like. I like to just see it nice and crystal clear, no scan lines, no no filters, nothing. It's it's, it's funny. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a topic for another time. Um, it is a topic. Oh, that's it, great. That's a great. It, would be a great topic because I, CRT versus yeah. Uh, versus because I can honestly upscale. I can honestly say hand on heart. It's it, I don't do it because I'm some like kind of nostalgia purist. I actually genuinely feel that the visual lends itself better to the scan line. Um, but anyway, chat for another day. So uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, Justin. Um, Tony, let's move on to you, man. What have you been playing lately, other than uh, Final Fantasy fourteen? Well, instead of <laughs> other than Final Fantasy fourteen, I've been playing Final Fantasy one on the NES. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm actually recording it. I've got an idea for a video that I'm working on that has to do with um, uh, how the Final Fantasy series has its roots in tabletop or like Dungeons and Dragons. So I'm working on some working on some stuff with that. Um, but yeah, other than that, a lot of Final Fantasy 14, uh, Mario Maker 2. I've been playing a lot of Super Mario Maker 2. Um. There was a new uh, expansion release for Final Fantasy XIV, yes, right? Yes, All right, was. so tell us, tell us about that a bit. Okay, so Shadowbringers um, came out at the beginning of July. Uh, I got in on the early access on that and played that for the week long, or was maybe even half a week of early access. And um, just... Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so the expansion itself is probably one of the best Final Fantasy games in terms of story that I've ever played. The, really, in terms of story, in terms of the story, yeah. Wow! And this is an MMO. This is an MMO. Like the story, okay. the story is so damn good. Like I felt like I had to keep going. I had to keep playing through and doing you know all the uh, the story content as you know without without stopping because it was just so damn good um and when i got done with it i was like i i want to go back and play it again but it's an mmo so i would have to start a whole new character over and (laughs) level up from the very beginning and that's like probably a couple hundred hours worth of uh of play just to get to the expansion content uh the cinematics look incredible yeah the cinematics always look really good um but uh like the game up to this point was never a, was was never bad like i obviously i was playing it a lot prior to this but uh this expansion has come out and it's probably been the best mmo experience i've ever had in my life um i have you know i've been playing a lot with friends i've been doing a lot of raiding i've been doing a lot of end game content stuff that i didn't really do before um, I'm actually maining as a tank, so like I'm the guy that you know throws himself, but you know absorbs, yeah, him. throws himself in front of the damage and everything uh, between the enemy and the and the party. Um, and I I never really did that before because I was always kind of a, kind of afraid to do that because you have to know mechanics a little bit better, you have to know fight mechanics better, um, you have to kind of manage the battles that are going on uh, rather than just you know sitting back and stabbing the enemy in the back uh whenever you're playing like as a dps class but it's it's been phenomenal it's been a lot of fun um i definitely definitely recommend it if, you, if you're an mmo person but again you'd have to play through all of the content just to get to that point unless you wanted to pay an extra 20 
40 bucks or something whatever it is to like actually do like a level skip and a story jump and everything but uh yeah it's been a lot of fun i i don't really don't really have much else to say i mean i could do a whole freaking review on it or something but yeah it, sure it's an mmo and you know nobody really uh, comes to my uh to my old youtube channel to to watch uh <laughs> modern content <laughs> much less a, um, mmo content but yeah what was the final fantasy the previous final fantasy mmo before this was it, it was 11? 11 yes so my brother-in-law um he um <laughs> he probably spent years of his life playing final fantasy 11 if i recall like he had a, he had a point in his life i feel like every, all gamers well maybe not all but a lot of them i had this this with Eve Online, I played Eve Online years ago, and I probably spent two years of my life in college playing it and just wasting a lot of time. And my brother-in-law played Final Fantasy XI for years. Just lived in it, lived in his old room at his mom's house in his twenties, late twenties, playing Final Fantasy XI. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people really like these uh, these Final Fantasy MMOs. I've never tried one. Yeah, but, um, the Eleven has not aged well, uh, in my opinion. Hmm. I don't think. Eleven was grind your dick into the yep. dirt. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, yeah, and it was like if you die, hard. you lose experience points, and you can like d level on everything in eleven. It was just, it wasn't a lot of fun. I I played quite a bit of it, but then I found WoW, and then I was like, well, why am I even trying to play Final Fantasy eleven? WoW is so much far and away so much better. Um, but then I ran into Final Fantasy fourteen and. You know, WoW has its merits, obviously, but um, but yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen for me, it just it just uh, hits all the right marks. There's all kinds of throwbacks to older Final Fantasy games in it. So, like, you'll do a whole series of raids in the last expansion content that it was all centered around enemies and encounters and, and story stuff from Final Fantasy six. So you like get sucked oh, into wow. you get sucked into like this computer program that's that's uh, recreating recreating things that happen in other worlds. So it's not necessarily it is Final Fantasy VI, but it's like another world that may have been a lot like what happens in Final Fantasy VI. So you get to fight the Phantom Train or the the Doom Train from uh, from Final Fantasy VI. You're you're going through the forest. You're on the train. Oh, that's cool. You're fighting. The, you're fighting the train. <laughs> Um, there's a whole fight that, uh, revolves around, um, uh, what is that? I, I can't remember the name of the boss, but it was the, you know, the painting boss where you go in and, and the painting has taken over or the, the phantom has taken over the painting of the woman. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a whole fight surrounding that. Um, there's also a fight in the regular, um, in the regular final fantasy 14 world where you fight Cal Cabrina, you know, the giant the giant doll, you know, the little dolls that form into the giant doll. There's a whole, there's a whole fight centered, centered around that and everything. Okay. And so, yeah, there's like all kinds of like really, really great references and they weave it in very, very well. So. That's awesome, man. I had no idea that there was references to uh, oh, previous games. Oh yeah. Especially oh, yeah. Final Fantasy six. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, it's, there's, there's a reference to just about every, um, every old, uh, Final Fantasy game. There's a whole raid series of raids based on Final Fantasy Tactics. So I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's, wow. it's great. It's really cool. <laughs> That's cool, man. Got some some mega fan service in there. It sounds. Oh like. yeah, definitely. Very right, cool, man. Well, anything else or just mostly Final Fantasy fourteen? Just mostly Final Fantasy fourteen. Again, Final Fantasy one. Uh, have been playing right. playing some Super Mario Maker two. 
Yep. Not really a whole lot to say about there. I mean, it's Super Mario Maker. Uh, it's got a lot of new features and everything. And it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. But, I mean, that's more of a, hey, I'm sitting in my bed and I have my Switch right there. So I'll play some Mario Maker or something. Right. But, you know. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll move on to me then. And like I said, I've been had a lot going on uh, games-wise lately. Uh, I'll start first talking a little bit more about Blazing Chrome, uh, which is that running gun that was released recently on the Switch and PC. Uh, me and Mark actually played together. Um, you can't play the game multiplayer online natively, but there's a program called Parsec that I mentioned, I think, a couple episodes ago that uh, allows you to play uh, multiplayer games online together. Basically, you can you can turn your computer into a server if you got a you know powerful enough PC, or you can rent one of their servers. So we tried doing it on my computer, and it ran okay, but Mark was having lag issues, probably because we're so far. Mark lives in Iowa, and I live in Florida, so we're who knows how far apart. It's pretty far apart. So we ended up renting a, a more centralized server uh, from Parsec, which I think is like... It costs costs like sixty seventy cents an hour or something, which isn't isn't too bad. And we had, we played through the whole we played through the entire game, made it to the final boss, and uh, it got a little bit late. And I'm like, dude, I gotta go to bed. But we had fun, man. Um, it wasn't perfect. Uh, the lag lag was pretty good, but the quality of the image wasn't the greatest. Uh, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Blazing Chrome is a really fast paced game, so it was hard for the for the streaming to keep up with it. It got really blurry in places and all, but it was playable. We played through the game and had a good time. So Parsec, I mentioned it before, is pretty cool. Um, I'd like to try Cuphead and a couple other games uh, that uh, were advertised with it. But um, so yeah, Blazing Chrome was cool. We, we had a good time playing that multiplayer, me and Mark. What else have I played? Last weekend, I was at my, uh, my um, brother-in-law and sister-in-law's place uh, with my nieces, and we played quite a bit of games we played uh mario kart which is always fun just playing mario kart 8 with with the nieces the switch version you know it's mario kart it's crazy it's fun i was helping my i was helping my three-year-old niece maya with the controller basically she would press the button to go and i would steer you know or vice versa you know it was that was fun my brother and i played a bit of cuphead and made it pretty far still haven't beaten it but we you know finally got to play with my brother Cuphead's great. I've talked enough about it. I won't talk any more about it. Um, and we also played some Joust, and I've mentioned Joust before, uh, which is an old arcade game. And if you if you've ever read the book, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, Mark, or, <laughs> Justin, not Mark, Justin's pr- uh, familiar with it. Obviously, he's the old arcade guy on here mostly. But Joust is probably my favorite arcade game. But I grew up playing the NES version mostly. That's the one I had, and. We actually played the Genesis version. There was a version released on the Genesis, which was in the arca- the Williams Arcade Classics collection. And we gave it a shot, and it's an arcade port. So it's a pretty much arcade-perfect port of Joust. And it's quite different than the arcade version. Um, it's actually a bit harder, although there's more options that you can, uh, that you can <coughs> use. There's a big options menu, which allows you to give yourself um, more lives. And um, you can up the difficulty, I think, up to, like... There's nine different difficulty levels, so Joust is one of those timeless games that is just always fun to just pick up and play, and it just it never gets old. It's like we, it's I feel like every time me and my brother get together, it's either Toe Jam and Earl or it's Joust. You know, one of those one of those two games. You know, they're just kind of timeless in that way. 
And if you read the book Ready Player One, Joust plays a, a pivotal role in the book, not the movie. The movie, they changed things. But in the book, Joust had a very um, important uh, part of that book, which I was kind of disappointed that they took that part out, but I kind of understand why they did. But anyway, yep, been playing, played those. That was a fun little gaming day with my nieces and my brother. I've also been continuing Star Fox, um, my practice, although I've upped the ante and now I am going to try to do a no damage run of Star Fox instead of just no deaths. So uh, I got pretty close last night. You're, and Tony, sh- you're insane, dude. <laughs> Tony's shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, um, I beat it last night. I only got hit seven times, um, which I thought was pretty good. Still not quite there, but Andros, the final boss, is probably the hardest part to pass without getting hit because I'm sure the three of you, you know, the, other, the two of you here have played Star Fox. So, you know, Andros the face when he's spitting all that crap at you, you know, it's so hard to avoid. And half the time you can't even tell if you're going to get hit or not. So you have to try and come up with a strategy to avoid it the best you can. But yeah, I know I'm, I'm kind of crazy, but there's one guy on YouTube I've saw, I've seen that's done it already, but he did it a little differently than I'm going to do it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. So yeah, Star Fox, uh, what else? I tried out a game called Quick Decisions by uh, a friend of mine named Levi. Um, He also goes by Retro Inactive Gamer on Twitter. He's someone that uh, used to write for our website uh, years ago. But him and some other guys created their own game. It's a LucasArts-style point-and-click adventure game. And uh, it basically goes for that whole vibe, uh, you know, old pixel art style uh, except in this game it kind of makes fun of the tropes of those point and click style games of old and the presentation is very meta you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting i didn't make it very far i suck at those games i can never figure anything out so but i wanted to give him a little uh, plug you know it's very maniac mansion sort of that that style of game data tentacle maniac mansion you know so yeah it's a cool little game i'm not sure when it's coming out officially but i think pretty soon so Give him a little plug. And what else? Divinity Original Sin 2. Me and my buddy Donald are still plowing through that. And um, I'm actually playing a tank also, Tony, with my one of my main characters. So I've never really done that before. So I wanted to give it a shot. And yeah, it's fun, man. It's fun just going up and sopping up all the, all the damage, you know, and trying to kind of defend everybody else. So yeah, I won't talk too much about that. I've talked about the Vinny before, and I guess lastly is I started No Man's Sky again last night. Uh, logged on for the first time in about a year, and just immediately fell in love again. And I'll probably be playing that a lot uh, in the next couple weeks, leading up to the. There's a big update coming out in the next, I think, in about a week. So yeah, No Man's Sky, it's great, and I think that's about it. So why don't we move on to our first topic? shall we which is one that i know uh, justin's been waiting for for quite a while now <laughs> which is google stadia and our game streaming future so i want to read a little something before we get started just to, to kind of lay the groundwork here which is game streaming it's actually been around for a while some people may not realize it but back in 2010 there was a service called on live that launched and allowed uh, gamers to play games via streaming to a multitude of platforms, which included uh, desktop PCs, smartphones, and OnLive actually released their own little console I think you could stream to also, which you could hook up to the TV or whatever. 
However, many factors led on Live's eventual demise. Uh, for starters, in order to get their product, uh, their purported high-quality service to work properly, you had to have, you had to live within a thousand miles of one of their. I guess they had five data centers that were kind of scattered all over the U.S. So the farther you were from the data center, the you know the less uh, the less well it worked. And it was also reported that the overall service was inconsistent at best, with gamers claiming that the quality of the streaming varied widely depending on where you lived, like I said, and of course the internet speed. In 2015, OnLive ceased operations, selling all, its ass- selling all its assets to Sony Entertainment. Many of these assets ended up getting rolled into what became Sony's own game streaming service, the PlayStation Now, which has been around since, I think, 2015, that same year. So PlayStation Now is still around. Um, I don't know anyone who uses it, but uh, I hear it it's serviceable, you know, at best. Um, but it's not exactly setting the world on fire, you know. So, which begs uh, the question, will Google, Google Stadia be any better? Um, Google, I think, has more resources than Sony does. Um, if anyone can get it right, it would be them, right? So, what do you guys think? What do you think of uh, Google Stadia, PlayStation Now, uh, game streaming in general? Justin, why don't you uh, take it away? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> where where do we start? I, I think, okay, so I think for me, and I think it's probably important and but and boring all at the same time to understand what <laughs> what my, my real life is all about. So I was going to say, get us into your line of work and that'll help us, people understand. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'd, I'd love, to, love to say it's related to video gaming. It's not specifically. No, so I've spent my entire career in networks, uh, telecommunications. So I'm, you know, from from the ground up, from from wires and plugging things in to configuring things and doing code to doing architecture and understanding business requirements and yada yada yada. And that that's been in country, that's been global. So, you know, something for me, you know, as soon as I see Google Stadia, the first thing that that that, that springs to mind for me is is a fascination about leveraging the internet as a carrier backbone i need to be careful here not to go into too worky and and, and be too boring but the the internet isn't effectively all it's cracked up to be um you know a lot of people don't truly understand what it is underneath the bonnet you know and why would they you know you just see your router your modem whatever plug into the the wall and you just know that stuff comes down it right uh you know and if you if you actually saw what is underneath what those wires are, what all that connectivity is, how it all works, what's required. It's not quite as polished uh, as everyone might hope or think. And we're just pouring all of this stuff on it. And that's that's streaming videos, streaming music, streaming games, streaming this, streaming that. We move from 4G to 5G, the Internet of Things, da 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 And you don't just have one company that controls the Internet. You know, there are huge portions of this that are not incentivized to keep up to be as fast to deliver these things they don't care whether or not you get this really fast streaming game and this service is working and that might sound a little bit like oh you know that's that's very down on on stadia and down on the internet and nothing ever seems to be bad for me i i go and log on and things are working and that's fine but but something like um stadia and something like online gaming you know, people talk about lag. People talk about latency. When you understand what they are and how they work, I mean, you were actually talking about it earlier. You were talking about uh, Parsec. You were talking about take, taking yep. a server that's central to where you and Mark were geographically. And the, you know, in in the world of video, what we're, we're doing now, video and audio, we talk about real time. 
and this is you know real-time communications there is literally what we're doing absolutely right now. literally what we're doing right now and and there is an acceptance and an understanding of quality and an understanding of lag things like video games are, the, are that one step further it's interactive real time you know we're all we're all gamers and whether we're playing with our mates or whether we're doing something competitive you know when you're when you're moving the control you want it to happen right now and and to be able to honor that particularly to to do that when you're playing online and to do that if you're playing with uh, your friends or, or competitively or people you don't know, that is a huge burden and a huge ask of what the internet actually is. Um, so it's all well and good having this, this centralized service, but it's about how that will actually distribute. So right now, I don't actually think this service is ready. Um, I certainly don't think it's ready for 4K. I think that's just going to put an even bigger burden on it. Um, and that's before we even get into the commercial aspect of it. Uh, I think, you know, again, an understanding of things like content delivery networks, an understanding of edge computing. Google's promise is effectively that they're going to build uh, what I would describe as small data centers, if you like, at every exchange. So that's the, the nearest point at which all of your fiber and your copper comes out of your house and, and goes to the local kind of aggregation point. That is a humongous undertaking. And however much money you've yeah. got, whether you're Google or you know a very small company, time is not something you can buy. That's going to take a lot of time to, to move out and, and to achieve those things. So I, I saw um, one of the things that uh, Nate was flashing up uh, there's a beautiful line at, uh, at the top of one of these articles. It says, Google Stadia is an early beta of the future of gaming. And I think that's that, for me, is where Google Stadia is at. I don't, I don't think that this won't be a thing. I don't think that this won't be the thing. I just think it's, it's too early. I don't think the internet is as mature as people think. And I think what's going to happen is people are going to come flooding onto this they're going to get maybe not even a bad experience, but not the experience that they want, and it's going to be quite damaging. And I think for Google, as big as they are, they have no presence in the world of video gaming. That may be hard to come back from. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, people coming on and being damaging. Tony, you said that you got to try Google Stadia, correct, in beta? Yeah, it was. Uh, they were just calling it like, game streaming or 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 uh, project stream or something along those lines and this was back they they sent me the link to do this and they said that i was uh approved to do it or whatever and i got on on the beta team back in like november of 2018 mm -hmm. and um they wanted me to play assassin's creed odyssey so and i had tried it a couple times because i every time i tried it it was it did not work uh, i mean I got the game on the screen. It looked great, but as soon as, you know, just like Justin was saying, you know, whenever you move your controller, you expect your controller, your your, your character on screen to move right away. And he didn't. You know, it'd be like, there was always like some kind of delay there and it was almost quite literally unplayable. Um, I don't have the best network set up at my house and this is really funny seeing as that I am also in IT. I just don't care as much to <laughs> to worry about that at home. I just I just don't. Um, I don't have a fish tank in my house. Anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, but like, I could play Final Fantasy fourteen all day long without any kind of without without any kind of lag. So that's kind of like the 
um, like the expectation that if, if I can play an MMO, I guess I should be able to play, you know, this, this Google Stadia, you know, with the, with the network that I have in my house. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, it was, it was unplayable. Like you would try to put in the combo of, of the button combo to get your character to, to fight or do, do this certain thing. And it just would take every other input seemed like um it just did not work and it was like oh you have until january 15th to play assassin's creed odyssey for free and i don't have that game so i'm thinking hey this is really cool maybe you know maybe it works really well and i'll and i'll sit here and play it but no i mean i i tried it a couple times i could never get out get out of the intro area because it was just so so bad um and what would what's your internet speed at your house oh i don't know um it's decent. <laughs> I mean, decent. I, yeah. I mean, I, I pay, I pay for one of the better packages. I, I don't. All right. So 50 megs, 50 megabits or something, sure, or 80 sure. or whatever. Yeah. So what's the, I think the specs Google, what, what, I don't have this. I have a lot. I have notes on a lot of the info, but I didn't get what they said it was going to take to run 4k. I think they, it sounded ridiculously low. 35. To the, the bit rate. So I think, but I think if, if you saying... think if you think to run a 4K uh, stream for let's say a, a Netflix movie is 25 meg, uh, for an HD stream is about three meg. Um, you need to put some uh, extra payload on top of that, so you're going to be looking at about yeah about 35 meg. Um, but I think just just quickly picking up on that point of um, Final Fantasy 14. Because it is a good, it's a good point, is and it's what people are going to say. They're going to say, "Well, hang on, I'm used to playing something online and it works." Mm-hmm. So, my, yeah. which which doubles down as a problem for Google because the expectation is that you're going to get exactly the same experience. So the the bar is set high. But uh, and forgive me, I should know this. You're playing one assumes Final Fantasy fourteen as a piece of software on your PC, but you're online. So, yeah. so what you've got there is you've got a lot of the heavy lifting is actually being done locally. Yes. That yeah. you will not have in Google Stadia. Google Stadia is acting like Citrix, which I appreciate some people will understand what that means and some people won't. Yes. So yeah. so you're effectively, <laughs> you're pulling... What is what is Citrix? It's, it's like a... Um... Justin, help me out. It's, you can... You can, you can access like virtual machines or something online that are hosted at a remote location so okay yeah, so you can like work out of a piece of software that you don't actually have locally on your that computer. sounds like it sounds like parsec same yeah. thing same yeah thing. it's yeah, pretty much. It, so so citrix typically is built in farms it's like a virtual desktop so mm. so you're you're just you know you would just have a, a screen for all intents and purposes in a very 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 lightweight box because all you need is to be that to be a portal to where mm. the, the pc itself is hundreds of miles away so google stadia is doing all that somewhere else so you've got no local heavy lifting whatsoever nothing so everything has to come down now in theory that's fine again all the heavy lifting is done somewhere else it's done on a server now to start with that server is going to be centralized it's going to be a thousand miles away and what they're saying is yeah yeah but we can use content delivery networks so things will be a bit closer and then we're going to go and build closer and yeah fine that is going to take time. That is that's a big ask. And also, if you're looking to just use, like what Citrix, like what Citrix is, so you're effectively just seeing a visual. It's almost it's almost like looking through a camcorder at another monitor 
that is somewhere else a thousand miles away, <laughs> that is still going to have a lag and delay. Um, and we have a you know a very boring, very boring line that we use in networks, which is that you can't beat the speed of light. And and those things are they're going to take time. I, I just I I I'm really big on it because I think it is the future of gaming. I just think it's not the future of gaming in 2019. Um, and apparently it wasn't the future of gaming in 2009 when On Live was first there. Oh, that was horrible. Cause, and they went live in 2010, I think, which was nine years ago. And uh, apparently, from what I read, it was not good. You know, it wasn't, uh, yeah. it, it wasn't good back then. And ten years from now, even, like I said, even me playing something like, using something like Parsec, with me and Mark both have... Uh, I think Mark said he has like a gigabit of speed or something. And I have, I have like a hundred, 150 sometimes. And we still weren't able to, to get a perfectly uh, perfect gameplay, you know? So granted Google Stadia is going to be leaps and bounds ahead of what this little Parsec company is doing. I, I would imagine. But it, it is. And I mean, you know, another, I could bore people with networking here. Um, when, a lot, <laughs> when, when a lot of people say, oh, what, what speed have you got? Uh, and, and people say, "Oh, I've got a, I've got a hundred meg." That's your download speed. You you, you right. have you have an asynchronous line, so your upload speed is often about an eighth of it. So, right. it's and the upload is what you're you're pushing in the other direction, and that's that's going right. to be for actually for Stadia way less important. But that that's why, if anybody wants a really interesting lesson in networking, uh, that when you host a game, a multiplayer game, because a lot of multiplayer games that are online, uh, the recent Toe Gem and Earl game being an example, one of you becomes the host yep. and everyone else then uses you as the server. Well, the, yep. everybody is bottlenecked by your upload speed. That's why if you try and play online with me in the UK, I have an upload speed of 400k. K. Not an M. <laughs> K. 400k. That, that is why... <laughs> So wow. when we, and I thought I thought twelve megs was bad on upload. That's what I got. 12, I think twelve so, megs. Yeah, I've man. even got twelve megs download. Um, so <sighs> so four hundred k upload is is why you know I'll, I'll be sitting playing with Billy playing a game of Rocket League and everybody gets lag and latency issues because of me because I'm the one that's that's causing the problem. But anyway, wow. let, forget networking. That's that's a whole other thing. I'm I'm I'm, in, yeah. I'm interested well, on people's take on the commercial side of this because. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I want to talk about next, which is the specs of this. So Stadia is purportedly going to be free, right? The service itself uh, up to 1080p, 60 frames a second, they claim. Um, if you want, but you won't have any access to any games that way. You basically, you have to buy the games all outright for $60, oh. which uh, just sounds crazy. So, and also here's the thing. If you want the 4K, you got to pay 10 bucks a month on top of that. Um if you want a controller, I don't know if you have to have the controller or not, but it's seventy dollars for a controller. Um, apparently, the service is launching this year in November of this year. However, uh, you have to buy this Founders Edition in order to play it, um, and that even then it'll only work on a Chromecast and through your web browser. Uh, apparently, I guess this year, like it's kind of it sounds like a soft launch to me is what they're doing, and I guess there's thirty one games so far, um, which is not a lot. And I looked at the list, and it's like, it's Mortal Kombat 11, Doom Eternal, Metro Exodus, stuff like that, which is fine. But those are the, uh, that's the commercial end of it so far. It, it doesn't sound great, man. I mean, you really want to have to pay 
full price uh, for games that are a lot of them aren't even new games to begin with um and on a streaming service uh that you know it's 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 already kind of a big ask to uh buy a, a game at full price on steam where it's you know you're you're worried about the drm and all that right and um uh, but but at least once you get it on your computer it, it's there it's on your computer right. where you're buying games in stadia and it's like if that service goes away, if this if this thing bombs and they take it offline, then your game that you bought is gone. Like you don't get yeah. it. And I mean, I, unless I unless I'm completely mistaken and I missed it, that they send you like a key or something at least uh, to download it for local use. But uh, I don't think that they. I think they've been asked that question, but they haven't addressed that oh, yet. Oh, Google, nice. um, as far as from what I understand, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is, Google is known to to shut down stuff all the time, you know. So it is kind of scary in that regard. And but here's the thing: you got you got PlayStation now also, which I believe is nineteen ninety nine a month or a hundred dollars per year, right? There's eight over eight hundred games on there, um, and apparently it's 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 passable from what i understand it's still i hear that faster games still have issues uh, i was doing a little research on it and uh this guy was saying he was he tried sonic generations which is you know it's a sonic game it's fast and he said it was really hard to play because of you know the latency and the screen would get you know would get all the artifacts in it and everything that's the same kind of issue i had with parsec at the really fast parts of blazing chrome you know um if i was using parsec to play like a real-time strategy game or you know, even a slower-paced platformer, it probably would work really good. But something a fast, these faster-paced games, it's going to be really difficult um, without ridiculous speeds, internet speeds, uh, to get them to play properly. I think you know, but at least in PlayStation Now's case, um, it's unlimited access. You know, you're not paying for each individual game. You pay the subscription, that's it. You can play. I think that's a more realistic business model. You know, I think um, you know you've got to take from the other two. Uh, big areas in these, these sort of similar industries, which is music and uh, film, um, and the two the two biggest uh, or two of the biggest on the planet at the moment are Spotify and uh, and Netflix, and and look what they do, you know, you, you you've got Spotify, you pay your you pay your money, you you get access to everything that's on there, you don't pay for a bonus album or this that and the other, uh, you, you've got Netflix, you pay for that, you get everything that's on there. I think that's become an expectation. Before that. You know, you, you you kind of when we first moved into the sort of music MP3s and things like that, you might have things like your Apple Play Store and whatever, and you bought tracks at seventy nine pence at each or or whatever they were. And I think before Netflix, whatever they were, it was a Love Film or something like that. You, you you know that was a natural progression. For for me, forget all the technical stuff commercially. For this to work, this has to be a streaming service. You have Google have to go and sort their shit out. With these companies and with these games, and go. This is this is a, a streaming rights. This is the way it works. Do it pay per second, whatever you want to do. But and by pay per second, I mean the way they pay the companies, not what you as the consumer pay. Doesn't matter. It, it will fall flat on its ass based on that. And what's worse is, I don't know if you saw the the actual um, stories coming out. Uh, Google had to address the fact that people were calling it. Stadia. They were calling Stadia the Netflix of video games. And they actually had to go and publish an article to say, just to be clear, no, we're not. You will have to buy the games as well. 
and 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 that yeah. I mean that is that it's, I, it's it's poor. Um, and I think you make a good point about about Google. You know, it it's the great thing about companies like that that they will go and try something and they, and they will go and do these things, which I think is positive. But they will cut them and and drop them like a hot stone as well. Um, and that's that's worrying. Yeah, I mean, that's, definitely. Like I said, if you if you're buying this game, you buy assassin's creed odyssey and then they some kind of deal falls through with ubisoft you don't have the game to play anymore but no it's at not least on your, it's not on your at PC, least with like you know? steam if you bought the game through steam or even like some of the, the xbox live stuff or whatever if they don't put that game on or if they don't allow you to like buy that game anymore you can still play it because you still have the rights to play it but it's local you know it's locally on your computer they're not going to keep like Assassin's Creed Odyssey after an Ubisoft deal, theoretical deal falls through. They're not going to keep that on their on their thing to play for like five people, you know. Yeah, I mean, look at the look at the Virtual Console on the Wii. For you know, they shut down the Virtual Console, and uh, if you don't have those games on your Wii, you lose access to those games, you know. Or even the Wii U, right? The Wii U had the, had its own version of the Virtual Console too, I think. So, and that wasn't game streaming, but just an example of. Uh, you know, a way you can you can lose your games in this uh, this digital future that we that we now find ourselves in. But what about the Xbox uh, One Game Pass? That's not streaming, but it's ten bucks a month, and uh, I think also unlimited access to uh, the games they got. Um, why would you want to stream a game when you could just download it? I mean, if, if yeah, if, especially if, if you have a console for it, yeah, that makes sense. Why? Yeah, like it takes what take half an hour at most to download a really big game you know with the type of internet speeds we have okay yeah maybe I no i mean <laughs> i mean i downloaded an update i downloaded an update for uh, i guess it didn't matter for me when i played no man's sky the other night I, there was a seven gig update i had to download it took about 15 minutes okay <laughs> oh look just, at you look at you showing off your 15 minutes <laughs> Oh no, man! I I mean, even here, like I've I've had to download a game and it'll take four hours to download. Uh, right. Yeah, just okay. just depending on the game. Like I think it was like I, yeah, like no, over Steam trying to download Witcher Three again, okay. it took like four hours or something crazy like really? that. Yeah, Steam is is lightning for me, man. I get ridiculous speeds on Steam. It seems like, but I, yeah, okay. So I'm 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 jumping. I think what just... happened right there. I'm sorry to interject, but I just wanted to say I think what. You just did, Zach, is the reason people in, like, uh, you know, like, city California, big city Los Angeles, you know, where internet is just great. Sometimes they think this type of stuff will work, and then you got people in the sticks, or even people in the UK who, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's people out there who just do not have good internet, and sometimes it's hard to, you know, yeah. Anyway, I just want to interject. You're right. Real you're real absolutely quick. right. And I, I made a, I made a bad assumption there. And um, and it's not like I live in the city, dude. I live, you know, uh, it's a, I guess it's a suburb type area, but or a, you know, small smaller town type area, but definitely not in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, it it makes sense. You're right. Um, I shouldn't jump to conclusions. But then, but then again, those same people uh, are they going to have any more success streaming games? Then you know, if their internet's still not great, like Justin, it's not going to work for you, obviously. No, not with the type of internet nope. you've got. So, you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, at any rate, um, yeah, that's too bad. It's too bad. Like Derek's not on because 
well, I mean, I guess he's he's in a better shape now, but before he moved to where he's at now, he, he was out in the middle of freaking nowhere. There'd be no way yeah. he'd be able to yeah. to do uh, any kind of uh, Stadia streaming. That's true. Yeah, although he is, he does do uh, Game Pass. I think. Yeah, he he does do. Pass. Yeah, he's using Game yeah, Pass, but which... he's moved to a more uh, urban area since then. Right. So it's so, yeah. So it so, makes more sense. Yeah, for he's him now. he's in a college town. The college town's going to have good internet. So so, so guys, yeah. so guys, let let me ask you the question then. With the um, with with the real saving here, looking like it's only a piece of hardware, and let's assume a piece of hardware is, I don't know. $400. I, I don't know what is it, whatever uh, um, console retails for, for three, four hundred pounds, dollars. Yeah, three, four hundred. For the sake of that, if that is the one thing that Google appears to be getting rid of in exchange for everything we've just discussed, which is fact, not opinion, are you buying, are you taking on Google Stadia or are you not? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I have no interest. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I don't play new games enough to even give a shit about it. To be honest, and if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play an indie game, why would you bother yeah, streaming why? it? Most of them are really small in size yeah. anyway. So no. I can only. There's one advantage I can see, and that's if you don't have a huge, expensive rig or a PlayStation uh, Pro that can do 4K. If you want to do 4K games, and it really does, and you have a really good internet, and it really does work the way they say it's going to work, then I could see wanting to play like whatever the latest AAA releases, you know, in 4K, right? I could see advantage there. But then you got to wonder, is it really going to look as good as if you're just running it on your PC with maxed out settings, you know? I, f- I, feel, like, I feel like this is a more of a target for those people in the big cities that don't have a whole lot of room in their apartments or, or yeah, their dorms maybe. and they've got like a laptop, but they've got access to really, really high speed internet. And they don't have room to put a put a desk and a PC or, or something in their in their in their house. Um, I mean, I, that's a great. Point. I feel like that's probably more of the target. Us uh, people who live in places where we've got space and everything, it's probably just like, well, why the hell would I even try to do this? I mean, I've got a gaming rig right here that eh, a couple hundred bucks could fix it up to play everything that that's out now. But uh, you know, if I were living in a dorm, like at nyu or something you know it, and i had like a just a regular laptop or whatever i mean i could see where it would be appealing there um but for me no i mean just, <laughs> if, I, if i really want a new new game new uh big rig experience i'm just gonna upgrade my my pc and play it that way but yeah yeah, oh. that's a great point, man. I didn't even think about that, of how people, inner city people uh, with, with limited space, uh, it might be more appealing to them, you know, yeah. or anyone with limited space, I guess, mm-hmm. and a good internet connection. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I can just, I can use a uh, a Chromecast, you know, to play games. Or, you know, if, if Google decides to sell some little, you know, Stadia box or something, streaming box, you know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we move on? The logo is crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I swear to god it looks like it looks like a like a uh something that you would put on like a an art program or like a really boring office suite of programs oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a scribble. it's just yeah. it's not it's, a it's not exciting it doesn't it doesn't doesn't represent doesn't anything. look like something that you would you would look at and say oh this is definitely a gaming platform that looks like like it's maybe 
some third party agent that deals with sports or something. You know, it's it's just not. It doesn't look <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with video games. I, I think it's true. You think you see Stadia and you think I, I immediately think sports. Yeah, yeah. Know, maybe that's what they're going for, like esports yeah. or something. I don't know, but yeah. you're right. It is. It's kind of a a meh logo. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, you know, now now that we've got a picture of it up there next to the PS and the Xbox logo, okay, maybe, but it also kind of looks like a freaking restaurant logo for like fried it fried like, chicken or something. It, I don't. It looks know. like my five year old niece just went like this with a marker. Yeah. You know, is what it looks like to me. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, on that note, we will take a break, and when we come back, we will get to our next topic. Our next topic is, I, did, I tried to figure out how to word this properly, and I couldn't find a polite way to word it, so I'm just going to say, games everyone thinks are great, but you think are garbage. <laughs> That's the topic. So, <laughs> Tony, why don't you start? <laughs> start us off, am I, am I, is this Is this where I'm supposed to say Secret of Mana, and somebody is supposed to get all pissed off at me? Well, is that, is I mean, that what this I one mean, was? I mean, I'll get pissed off if you do, I, but... <laughs> I put that. See, I put Tony's. I put Tony's previous Secret of Mana rant on the highlight reel oh. specifically for Justin. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's garbage. I mean, it's not a garbage game. It's just it's dated. It it doesn't it doesn't yeah. play well. It's just very. It's very clunky. It is a very clunky game, and it's not translated very well. It's like on levels of Illusion of Gaia, levels of bad in terms of translation. It's just when you'll like walk around and then like the character will be like, oh, I'm going to leave. And they literally just disappear off the screen. It's like, this is a 16 bit game. Where's the walking away animation? <laughs> um, I think it's, I, I, I think that the core concept is great, you know, but uh, I just don't think it's... No, no, no. You're not supposed to talk about how great it is. You're supposed to talk about why it's garbage. Well, you interrupted me there. <laughs> so I think the core concept is great. Sorry. I just don't think it was executed very well. Um, and I, I don't understand why people uh, hold it up to be this, um, this like legendary classic game on the, uh, on, on the system when I think it's, it's honestly, it's just, it's just, it's just okay. It's just good. It's not, it's not a, it's not like, it's not a masterpiece. That's the word I hate when people use it for it is masterpiece. It's not a masterpiece by any means. So, yep. Yep. That's my Secret of Mana. I mean, I think we talked about it on the previous one, but I played Secret of Mana last year. I enjoy it a lot. Um, Masterpiece, uh, I don't know. I think if I would have played it more as a kid, like a, I just played a little, a little bit as a kid, but if I would have played it more, I might think it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Now. But I I did enjoy it, but I see what you mean about some of the jank. I mean, Justin, now's your chance. Defend Secret uh, of Mana. <clears throat> Explain why it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Even to, by, today's, by today's standards, you have to really sell us uh, Yeah, I mean, here. look, I might even struggle there. I think, again, it's probably slightly off what the topic was meant to be because it, it's, I don't think anyone's going to call it garbage. 
Um, ma- masterpiece okay. is definitely a term that's thrown around a little too easily uh, and oh, and, yeah, too, and too much. Um, and, and I think a lot of games, particularly anything from 16-bit backwards, uh, hold so much nostalgia for people that the nostalgia itself becomes the reason for using the word masterpiece. Um, I, I, I need to be careful here because over the course of time, by the time we get to episode 72, what I what I want to do is not just keep using the term masterpiece. I need to reserve it for the right games. The, the, this, this for me was a massive game and I think for someone who grew up loving role-playing games, particularly loving Japanese-inspired role-playing games, and it... It, it, there, this was the next step past one of two things. You, you kind of, I, I had my Final Fantasies, very turn-based games that I loved. Mm-hmm. I had Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, which is a bit, for want of a better term, a hack and slash. But you know, it, yeah. it's it's that style. This, this to me, I really, and I know you hate the ring system. I love, yeah. I, I loved the ring system. I thought it was brilliant. And I also loved that the idea of the um, this this was the first time I saw that that system where you know after you swing your sword you're penalised for just swing 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 you have to wait till the kind of the bar comes back before you can swing the sword again and that I I think that's I think that's a good idea honestly yeah yeah I I do I th- there's a lot of a lot of stuff about it that I think think is great but yeah, go ahead I mean. We've we've totally ruined this topic. We've we've been set yeah. off on Secret of Mana. Right? <laughs> uh, well, I'll... all right. Let's let's modify it. Let's modify. No, let's not. I've got say... some. No, I mean like we don't have to call the games garbage. You can play this games that we don't enjoy as much as some other people. We don't understand why they're regarded as masterpiece or classic. You know, that's what I mean. We could we could make the topic a little less, uh, uh, you know mean yeah <laughs> I don't uh, yeah i don't because tony tony doesn't think secret of man is garbage he just thinks it's not up to the level that most people yeah, hold it yeah, at you know exactly. i mean I've, uh, I've got at least one game for each of you that is going to mean i'm never invited back oh okay well why don't you throw one who, out who there, should then? i upset first you okay sure, go i'll go it. with um metal slug metal slug shit uh, Absolute crap. (laughs) Heralded again as masterpiece. Wonderful game. Look at this rubbish. You couldn't pay me to play that piece of crap. Well, this may surprise you, but I'm not a big Metal Slug fan. What? I think it's it's too slow paced. Um, It's very slow paced compared to a Contra game. I'm more of a Contra uh, type guy. Wow, this is quickly becoming the most boring Um, ever. Okay, right. Next, Tony. Tony, I, I'm going to apologise in advance. I think Mega Man stinks. I, oh. oh, I, I hate right, it. You can pay me to play it. I think it's a below average platform game when there are a million better platform games around it. Which, what, which what, Mega any, Man? Yeah, wh- any. Okay, crap, what, any. what is better platforming than Mega Man? What about any game in the Super Mario no, series no, 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 ever? Give me... Okay. Or Sonic. Oh no! There, there's mine. There's mine. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> is garbage. Straight garbage. Sonic the Hedgehog oh, is geez. not a good game. No, the Sonic. Thing. All right, now you guys are starting to hurt my feelings yeah. bit because I'm also a big Mega Man and Sonic. No, fan, no. So. See, see, Mega Man has like very structured level design. There is like some of the older, the older, older Mega Man games have some pretty cheap deaths and stuff. You know, you jump off and there's spikes and you have to 
know where the spikes are and everything but no man it's it it plays so perfect it's like it's like it's it's solid it feels solid damn solid games sonic the hedgehog feels like a floaty like piece of plastic in the wind whenever you try to jump just like i'm gonna jump on this platform but it's like whoa you know you're all over the place it's yeah the chemical what is it the chemical yeah. plant zone where uh, in sonic 2 where you're just yeah. you just the whole level is just you going through pipes but that's what i love about it man i thought the game was so ingeniously designed uh those those earlier sonic games just because of how fluid it was you know it was so fluid and so fast and Maybe that takes away from the experience for some people because it goes by so fast you can't even tell what's well, going on. Well, no, no, some sometimes. some of that, you know, that that happens sometimes. But then there's like the levels in Sonic Two where it's just like, oh, well, now you got to go slow, like the the underground stuff yeah. where you're you're looking for the oh yeah lo- the Mystic yeah, Cave yeah you're looking yeah. for like I'm not a big fan of Mystic Cave just, you know you're going fast going fast okay now I got to find got to push this block got to find the lever to pull open you're going fast going fast going fast and you hit a little brick or something you stop you know and you just stop dead in your tracks (laughs) yeah that sucks there there are levels like the ones i mentioned the chemical plant where there's they're kind of seamless and it's just it's amazing how well it works but then there's levels like that like misty cave and maybe oil ocean there's a couple other ones that are kind of a, a, a slog to play through i get what you're saying there um but man i mean i gotta defend those are the first three sonic games are they're okay. The, the most part. They're okay. <laughs> Amazing. No. Amazing. Definitely not massive. Well, let me let me bring up a game since. Hold on, I want to hear Justin's for me. What do you got, Justin? Ah, I'm gonna dish my way. All right, we'll go to that well, first. What do you I, got for Nate? Well, it, see, he's listed just about everything he didn't like earlier. I found it actually more of a task to find something he might like. Um, I you know see. I struggled because I, I think I, I mentioned this earlier. It was in my I've, I've got a list of meh games where I kind of understand why people like them, but I just can't get on board. So I put Street Fighter in there. You know that. You know that. I know Street Fighter is a a classic. I know that. I just don't like fighting games. And you'd upset Mark. If oh, Mark was here. I'd upset him on all sorts. I've got a hot. I was gonna say that's that'd probably be a Mark thing. I'm not a big fighting yeah. game um, fan. You know. Like, yeah. Fuck it, I'll be with you, man. Fuck Street Fighter. <laughs> Just to... Oh no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make Nate mad. Elder Scrolls Online is you a watch glorified, <laughs> glorified mobile game. It is not good. <laughs> Listen here, I won't make you cry by talking about how bad Final oh, Fantasy got fourteen the fight is. Words okay. I can't comment on Elder Scrolls Online because I, I, I honestly, it, I, it's okay. I, I was just, I'm just teasing Nate. At this <laughs> <point>. <laughs> it's an MMO though, so I wouldn't give it the time of day. No, so. I, I, in the meh <laughs> games, I'm not a fan of Gran Turismo. Uh, that's okay. another one that's like, I know, I know, I know, I know everything it did. I tell you, here's another one: Pokemon. Ah, uh, I can I'm, agree with you there. Just, I like, I like Pokemon. the first two generations but then beyond that it just gets too it's just too much i guess so it's just like uh yeah i, I lost it I, I lost interest after the second generation yeah yeah i understand why people like them because of the rpg type stuff but it just never appealed to me my, my experience with pokemon is with smash brothers that's about mm. it you know that that's about where my experience ends is with the pokemon characters that are in the smash brothers games. i'll totally are we gonna end the pokemon games because like I know I'm a man-child, but 
<laughs> I, I, I've always loved the Pokemon. Just because, like, it, I don't know, it's like a thing about having pets. Like, you remember the, the little... The stupid little things we had in middle school. It was like Tamagotchis or something. Tamagotchis I feel like it's and like a, nano pets and yeah, it's like an advanced version of that. You get a pet, it learns things. You you you, you fight other things and you try to find legendary things. And I, I don't know, like it, it was just a system that worked. And even though it was like, I will say one thing about the Pokemon games is that other than just introducing new pokemon they the series has definitely not evolved very much yeah um you know what i mean like it's pretty much the same basic core except for the odd weird games that they make like they just slap pokemon's name on something like pokemon pikachu's pinball or you know (laughs) some you know some some stupid but the core games have all had the same formula this literally the same like you wake up in your room and anyway I'm talking too much as the producer, but I will defend Pokemon just in saying that, like, it, I was always drawn to it because I always liked the the kind of owning the pet thing and and taking care of them and and making and the stronger. RPG elements. I'm yeah, exactly. I, I've been saying for a long time that there's a new Pokemon game coming out that is supposed to be what I've always wanted, and now I'm really mad that I don't have a Switch. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be like. The open world kind of Breath of the Wild yeah. is, is is how I've oh, heard the it. One that, sword the one that shield. looks like sword and shield. the one that looks like a uh, Nintendo sixty four yeah. game. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> a lot of spec. There's, there's so many memes about. There's that. a lot yeah, of yeah. speculation on that, and this is like way off topic, but there's some speculation on that that it was like originally supposed to be a three DS game, and uh, like executives were like, "No, we need to put this out on Switch," and so they just ported it over and that would make sense the 3ds is on its way out anyway so yeah that makes sense i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't doubt it but somebody had to stick up for pokemon so i would no it's good man glad you (laughs) yeah i don't think any of us are really big pokemon guys all right let me let me save my game now this is a game that one of the games this is a game i've had many twitter arguments with people over and that's uh yoshi's island on super Mm -hmm. nes i just don't care for it and um never have and for some reason, people put it up on this pedestal as a lot of people say it's the best Super Nintendo game there is. And I think a crying, a little crying, screaming Mario riding on Yoshi is just the most annoying thing ever. And, you know, I respect that they used, didn't they use the FX chip too or yeah. something to do some cool, cool visuals? That's cool. I like that. But I don't think the gameplay is that great. And I don't know. They, they slapped Super Mario World 2 on it for the U.S. release, and it's not a sequel to Super Mario World. It's nothing like yeah. it. I think that irritated so, me more than anything. No, you, just... you've nailed it. And, and I think, I know we're trying to cause controversy amongst ourselves, but hopefully we get some people who are listening and mighty pissed off at what we're saying. Um, I totally agree with you. I actually, I, I will, I will, ooh, hang on a minute. I'm going to go as far as saying <laughs> it is one of, no, hang on. It's 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 definitely one of my least favorite of the entire Mario platform franchise from original all the way through. I'm 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 toying with the worst. I, I'm genuinely, I I did not like it, and the fact that Super Mario World, I thought was um, a masterpiece. A masterpiece. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, it's bloody close. <laughs> I thought was was just unbelievable. This. This being touted as Super Mario World 2, get the hell out. That's no. ridiculous. That was a marketing thing, and I didn't know that till years later. I love Super Mario, Super Mario World 2. I love Yoshi's Island. I typically just call it Yoshi's Island. Um, 
I I really like the um, the egg throwing mechanics. I like the uh, I like I love the art. Um, I like the music. I like the art a lot. The art is. I can good. really understand where it's not somebody's cup of tea, though, because it isn't. It is. It should not have been marketed as Super Mario World Two because it is a. It is a vastly different game from like other Mario type platforming experiences. There's obviously there's a lot of similarities there, but uh, but I, I can totally see where people would be turned off by it. But I I mean partic- I, I grew up with it. I played it a lot. I've gotten to the point where I've been I've I've tried to get perfect scores on every level. It's kind of an SNES version of a collectathon that you see later in like uh, in um, a lot in the Nintendo sixty four and the fifth generation of like the the Spyros and the and the Banjo Kazooies and stuff because you've got like got to find all the the flowers and all the um, the red coins and you have to finish the level with all of the stars intact. So it, it kind of get has that little collectathon element to it as well. So like, I can definitely see where you guys are not huge fans of the game. Um, I personally love it, but uh, but yeah, it's. I think just I think coming off of Super Mario World, which is still one of my favorite games of all time, it's like I can just pop in Super Mario World and just blaze through it. It's know? amazing that they never put out another core, just regular I know. Super Mario game it's... on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it is kind of crazy, especially it was a launch title mm. and they had what? They had all those years where they could have released yeah, another one. And Donkey maybe Kong they, Country, I, Super Mario, or Yoshi's Island. It, it's yeah. Just, it, it, I think there, they realized it and they thought, oh shit, nope. we didn't do there another, was, a sequel. There was Mario no, sec- slap there was the no second Zelda Yoshi's game Island. as well. It was just it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that that's my main one. That's probably the one uh, that's top of my list for games that... Uh, I just don't get why so many people love it so much. Um, but you, the things you said made sense, Tony, you know. Um, and f- funny, another one that I uh, feel the same way about is Super Mario Odyssey, the most recent Mario game. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the... I'm, no. <laughs> what, why are you shaking no, your head that like... that is a fantastic video game. <laughs> See, okay, what, all right. What on earth have you been smoking? <laughs> all right, let me explain why. I didn't finish it. Which it's the first Mario game I haven't finished. Literally, the first core Mario game I have never finished. I just I got bored of it and I put it down. And I think part of the reason was you know that big open area that you go to where there's a town in the middle and you kind of go out and you look for things to do and it just seems like a big desert and there's just not a lot going on. I don't know. It it felt like a step back from the Galaxy games for me. I just really enjoyed the Galaxy games and their and their kind of weird gameplay, you know, with the spherical worlds, but. I don't know. I may, it may may have been I just didn't give it a fair enough shake. I should have powered through and just kept on going. But I don't know. I played it for maybe five, six hours. And I was like, I just I can't. I'm done. You know. So I don't know. I had a lot of. Fun it just with wasn't. That. I don't know that I'll ever go back and play it all the way through again. But uh, I I really enjoyed yeah. it. But I'm not a I'm not a 3D version of the Mario. Uh, I'm not a big huge fan of the 3D Mario games anyway. So like Sunshine, yeah. I'm not a big fan of and. Uh, I, I have tried multiple times to play Mario Galaxy and I just can't get into it. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm not the kind of guy to say, oh, yeah, um, Mario Super Mario Odyssey is great. I mean, it's the only 3D Mario game that I've played through all the way other than Mario 64. And I enjoyed it. So, so the opposite of yeah. me. <laughs> well, I disliked it so much, I went and traded it back to uh, GameStop, so... 
and I, I don't think I've ever done that with a uh, with a Mario game, at least not so uh, not so soon after I bought it. You know, I just I don't know. It also didn't play well in portable mode. Um, that could have been part of my that's, problem. That's was, all I played it in was portable mode. I didn't think it played well because you had, they wanted you to sh- they wanted you to shake the. Switch oh no! There was, an, was there was like, there was alternate doing? buttons for that. No, it worked fine. All right. Well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> not a fan of Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I'm also not a fan of the Grand Theft Auto series. No, uh, I'm not either. Granted, I haven't played one since I played three. I played Vice City and I played San. Not since San Andreas. That was the last one I played. After that, I was like, eh, I just was never that into them. The subject matter always kind of bothered yeah, me. Yeah, same here. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it was just, weird. I tried to get I tried to play four as well, and it's just it's just too much. Uh, I don't know. I get uncomfortable with like like doing that kind of stuff, and it's just being right. shown so visually, like. Like if it was a fantasy game or something, I think I would have less yeah. of a problem with that, or even like a, uh, a sci-fi game. But like whenever it's like rooted in, like in a facsimile of the real world, it's just it's a little too strange for me to like go around and like run people over. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I I 100 agree. I'm not a fan of the Grand Theft Auto games at all. You guys are a bunch of prudes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that, like with Final with, with, when it comes, you can see I was the opposite. I was when I played those games, I didn't even play the story. My goal was to see how many stars I could get. Like how like are they going to send the army after me? Are they going to like I will murder thirty seven innocent people in the street to see if they will send the army after me? You know what I mean? Like, and I nice. turned out fine. I'm a totally totally good human being. I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's a whole other topic, man, especially with the recent stuff going on in the world. You know, politicians going back to blaming video games for, for the shootings. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think Grand Theft Auto or any violent game is, is the reason for that. Just like Ozzy Osbourne's music wasn't the reason people were killing themselves in the 80s, you know, dumb, dumb goth kids or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah, the subject matter just isn't my thing. The whole uh, realistic urban environment type thing just... I don't know games. I want I want game like Tony said. I like want games in a fantasy setting or a sci fi setting. Or that's just my, more my taste. I think Grand Theft Auto is more of a taste thing than anything. You know, I think. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, the, I, anything oh, yeah, else, I've guys? Got two. I've got. I've got. I've got. I've right, got to get go for it. System. Uh, one. So, mm, Crash Bandicoot. I've never actually okay. played a Crash Bandicoot. Right, never played yeah. it. <laughs> take, take, take my advice. Don't bother. Shit. There you go. <laughs> Any, anyone listening who likes Crash Bandicoot, you're wrong. Next. <laughs> so I'm. Um, uh, no here to defend. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw in a. I've got to throw in a retro one. Um, so just, I just have never ever understood this ever, and I I fear the answer is me. It's just. It's held up as one of the all-time arcade classics, and I think it's absolutely dire. It's Double Dragon. I, I think. Okay, okay. Shit, absolute Uh-oh. shit. Which which version? For, uh, well, okay. Uh, for, f- Tony is a huge fan of the NES. So, just so it just arcade version. The NES, just uh, the NES version of the first Double Dragon. That is my. That is the one I love. Okay. Uh, the arcade one, I totally agree with okay. you because it is. <laughs> It, it's it's slow. It doesn't it doesn't play well. It's it's. I'm going I'm going arcade. It's not good. Uh, yeah, Ar- yeah. Arcade is my second home. The 80s arcade is my second home. I, everyone, double dragon, double dragon. Like 
What? No, it's not good. No, no it's not no, good. I, I, <laughs> I hate it. I, I think it, it's really bad. Um, and I, I just, again, I was like, when you're the one guy standing there, well, I say guy, I was a bit of kid, and everyone else is crowding around and talking about and talking about and talking about, and I'm like, oh, this has got to be me. I, I, would, I wouldn't play no. it. Just wouldn't play it. I agree. I agree with you. The, the arcade. But see, the thing is, I didn't play the arcade version until I was an adult. Because mm-hmm. um, I did a video, uh, a YouTube video, comparing the NES version, which is the one I, I knew growing up. Um, I didn't really play. I didn't even really play that much growing up. But it wasn't until I did this video that I really fell in love with the game on the NES. Um, and I compared it to the arcade version. And my big problem with the arcade version was it was there was a whole lot of slowdown. It was um, on top of the slowdown. It was just it was just kind of boring. Like the 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 fighting was not very intuitive. It was clunky. Um, whereas on the NES version, like you had like point you had a point system where you got so many points and you'd level up and you get new and you get new attack and stuff and it was smooth and it plays plays well people always knock on it because it wasn't two-player co-op but you know i don't that always bothered me that it 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 would have bothered me if i would have had somebody there and i'm like hey let's play double dragon and it but i don't really play games with people at home whenever i play retro games so it doesn't really bother me when i was a kid i never owned double dragon the nest version but my friend down the street did and we'd always have to just take turns yeah. playing because there was no yeah. simultaneous two-player mode. And so, yeah, I took that personally. But then when Double Dragon 2 came out, uh, that fixed the problems. It's, yeah, the, it, it, it added new problems. Was, because was that no? With Double Dragon okay. 2, they decided to put in platforming elements, no. which were was the, more platforming yeah, elements. There, was, there great, were some yeah. platforming elements in the first yeah. one, but they were, like, manageable. And the second one was like, hey, yeah. let's put disappearing blocks in. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. a You're freaking right, beat yeah, Why? Yeah, let's put some Mega Man, <laughs> yeah. some Mega Man disappearing blocks in our double. Dragon. Yeah, but but like without the good super tight <laughs> Mega Man platform. Uh, but no, my point was is then I, I I actually found an arcade cabinet of Double Dragon, and I was thinking, oh, surely it was my 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 emulation setup. That's why I didn't like it. No, same same damn game, same problems. It's, it, it has a ton of slowdown. It's just it's not very good. I agree with you, Justin. I co- completely agree with you. It's not a good game. Well, let's all yeah. disagreeing, man. Come on, we're supposed to be ripping each other's heads off here. Does anybody like Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> I ah, no. you see, it, that is on my. Everyone has their big list, right? Their big list of games that they haven't played that they need to play at some point before they die. I've yeah. never played a Kingdom Hearts game, and I've I have either. played through most of the first one. Uh, I, I yeah, I just I don't I don't care for the gameplay. It's kind of repetitive. Oh, no okay. desire. That's no interesting. Desire That's interesting. But yeah, yeah no I don't. I don't really it. have a whole lot to go off of on that because I've only really played the first one. Uh, but it, like, I I should have been a big mark for it because I like Disney and I like Final Fantasy. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay, I guess. I not a big fan. Didn't didn't really like the gameplay. Some... I don't like Sora. I don't like the animification that goes into it with like Sora and his friends. Like the main character and his friends are just. It's just like I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no no super strong feelings on it though so okay all right gentlemen well i think we're about to reach the end here you have any final thoughts or uh final jabs before we close up shop tonight <laughs> i don't all speak at once oh oh mortal kombat <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. mortal kombat is okay. garbage <laughs> 
Especially the Genesis no, version, it doesn't, right, No, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Super Nintendo Genesis version doesn't matter. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, any of those original ones, they, the, the, the entire premise was shock value. It, like, the, ga- the gameplay is, is clunky. It's, it's not good. You put it up against like a Street, street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 is very fluid, very smooth, very, very good uh, in, in terms of like just gameplay and Mortal Kombat is not it's like oh they let's use these digitized sprites that at the time looked really super realistic but now it just looks like you're playing with like paper dolls on a on a background and you're making them rip <laughs> tony, each other's heads off and that's like that's what's cool about it and it's like no tony, i'm 30 tony do you remember you remember last year at MoGameCon when the guy showed up the more yeah Kombat yeah <laughs> The guy who did um who was he, he was did he, Johnny was Cage he, um, and yeah. the the ninjas like Sub Zero and, and Scorpion. Yeah, right. He showed up at the con and he was he was doing picture opportunities and signing autographs. But it was how much was oh, it? Oh, like, I don't remember. It was expensive. Yeah, I don't man, remember. I, I it was just funny. I, I I saw him at uh, Retro World in Connecticut the year prior as well, and it was just like oh okay, like he does he he goes through he does the whole circuit. Somebody's gonna hear that and they're gonna like, yeah yeah. Eventually, it'll get back to him. So next time I go to a con, hey, you're that that small time <laughs> podcaster that like has like four four listeners, and you're making fun of me, and he's gonna kick my ass because he really does know martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, yeah, the, we should the good news here is that I know that when Soren hears this back, he will be absolutely fuming about Mortal Kombat. Oh, he loves- oh, dude, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is is it's garbage. Oh, just straight I'm, garbage. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like fighting games, but I appreciate things like Street Fighter series. I'm, I'm cool with that. Mortal Kombat, yeah. I've always thought exactly the same. Gratuitous, unnecessary shock value. You know, in that era, oh, let's put some blood in it and something outrageous. Wah! I think it's I yeah, think it's, it's crap. Yeah, yeah. It's all that's all there in place of good gameplay. Yeah, like it's like they use that to sell it rather than the actual good gameplay. Hey. Let's put these uh, these super moves in the game that like are more complex than the contra code to get to pull them off. Like, why is that cool? That's that's stupid. It's stupid. You're right, though. It's like I'll go back to Street Fighter Two even today, but uh, Mortal Kombat the yeah. original or even Two, I, I don't ever yeah. go back to really because you're right. The gameplay just isn't as as good. It's not as fluid. It's, it's a bit jankier. It's more shallow. The whole game, the gameplay is much more yeah, shallow. Yeah, yeah, and, and you you, you, know, you take general. a look at Mortal Kombat and what Mortal Kombat. Uh, did then with like the the shock value and everything but you compare it to like anything else uh that's released since then that uses grand theft auto is a great example like i may not like the grand theft auto games but that's due to taste that's not because the gameplay is bad the gameplay and grant the grand theft auto games are uh, you know pretty pretty solid games and they have all that shock value too so they're not just betting on the shock value to solve their game, they actually have a good game in there as well. Mortal Kombat, in my opinion, they just had the shock value, and the the game behind it was just very shallow, as you were saying. So, yeah. So, so there's mine. That's gonna piss people off. I know. I know. I know yeah, a couple think... people in particular that that will piss off, and and I'm and I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can end on Mortal Kombat and how much it sucks. That's fine. <laughs> so. All right, fellas, uh, thanks as always. And uh, on behalf of Justin Day, Tony Brazel, uh, our producer Nate Rowe, I'm Zach Smith, and uh, we will see you next time. Later. Later.